This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the ones the only miss tana gilmore and miss kelly fisher thanks for having us (laughs) the duo is in the house ladies and gentlemen we are here yes (laughs) i mean i should say welcome behind the velvet rope welcome to like reality tv welcome to bravo just welcome oh my gosh we have landed oh my goodness we've been kind of just doing our own thing for all this time and now we're just out there yeah (laughs) we couldn't have landed at a better place though you know i'm so excited and just so honored and humbled to have been chosen for this project so you know bravo's the best in my eyes anyway (laughs) so Where did you guys, and I know some of this, you know, was covered on the show, but for everyone that doesn't know, like, where did you guys originally meet? Oh, want to tell that story, Kelly? (laughs) Oh, I can. Yeah, we were friends. I mean, we actually, so we're sorority sisters and we um, were paired together for partnering firms. We were in corporate America and we would travel for sales. And so we would travel Monday through Thursday every week to do presentations. We would close the deal, boss women. But then, you know, our relationships were like in shambles. So we just went out for drinks one night and, you know, just started crying our eyes out that, you know, our marriages were like in shambles. And then we kind of supported each other. And, you know, people followed our journey. I ended up getting divorced. Um, Tana was separated and then they ended up getting back together. But we became coaches. I mean, we were... um, Every time we traveled, like people would ask us questions, like ask us advice, no matter where we were, like it didn't matter. And they would share like everything still to this day, like we could be at a barbecue and people are sharing like everything. (laughs) So we were like, you know what, we need to just start a business, become coaches. And then we became matchmakers because people were like, I feel better, like find me a man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the matchmaking duo was born. And so David, like when we launched our doors, it was so crazy. Like we didn't realize how fast we would grow. And like the women were coming in droves and we ended up leaving our corporate cushy jobs in like two months. So we left and we haven't been back. This is all we do. This is all we have done for the last like 10 years. It's just, and we have not looked back. You kind of just, it just kind of was organic and it kind of just happened. Yeah. It did. And the funny thing is, I mean, we've been in our own space, like we've never advertised. So people just would find us and we've always had like a waiting list. So now for everyone to know that we're here, it's like really surreal. <laughs> so. 
Well, I read on the Bravo website and we know if it's on the Bravo website, it's true. You know, you know, <laughs> someone comes to, you know, the, the matchmaking duo and they have to go through, you know, coaching and image yeah. consulting. And it's, I, it's a two month process. Like you don't even get a date for two months. Yeah. You don't sit down. We're, you're not going to sit down with anybody until two months, maybe even more because, you know, we have to ensure that you have the skills to keep this person. I mean, it, it makes no sense for us to sit you across from somebody. You can't carry a conversation with them. You can't do conflict resolution with them. You can't, I mean, you don't know how to flirt with them. You don't know how to hold his attention. You have none of those skills. So it's a waste of your money and our time. So no, we make sure that you have all of those skills. So by the time we release you into the world that you can actually manage and foster this relationship. So that's why it's so important. I was like, wow, two months. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't microwave over here. This isn't a microwave situation over here. You're going to learn some things. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, the women, like, they're boss women. They're celebrities. They're politicians. I mean, you usually see them on the red carpet, all kinds of things. But they are, like, coming to us waving the white flag, like, look, I can't get this right. So they really, you know, they date, but they can't, you know, usually continue on to get a real relationship. Mm-hmm. So they really want help by the time they yeah. come to us. So they really want help. They come to you. They like want to write that check. They want to pay the money, but you don't accept just anyone. So like what, what gets you, you know, a rejection? Like say someone walks in today, like why wouldn't you accept someone? Let me tell you what just happened last week. So, (laughs) you know, when we continuously have, when we we do what we call a strategy session, like a consultation, if you will, as soon as they come in. And first of all, we, we have to, we're marketing professionals by trade, right? That's, we were executives in marketing and advertising. So we have to see what, if there's a canvas for us to work with, let's just start there. Um, um, so that's slightly a component because we feel like we can pretty much help everybody if, if they're willing. But when they come to us and they're, and we ask them, you know, so what was your contribution to the failed relationship? And they're like, nothing. I mean, he just wouldn't get right. Or I just, you know, I was like, okay, there's gotta be something that you contributed to. Like what, what was your responsibility in it? And if they have nothing to say or to contribute about that, or if they, they, when we're giving them feedback and they have a reason like they're debating what we're saying and challenging everything that we're saying, we can't help you because you're not going to listen. We can't help yeah, you. Yeah, I would say bad attitudes too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times these women, they have a lot of disposable income. Ooh. So they're used to telling people what to do, you know, telling everybody where, which way to go and all of that stuff. And so when they come in there and they started telling us what to do and you can't <laughs> manage this, you know, before you got here, then it's going to be like pulling teeth. Like it's really like carrying baggage for people who are not listening. So if you're not listening in our first like hour you're not the ones for us. It's too Listen, much work. David, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Kelly and I will be texting each other on these via Zoom. We can't help her. Can't we, help she her. She ain't it. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost like people are their own worst enemies, right? Like they're right. just, they, they want it. And I believe people want it, but they don't realize like you're just getting in your own way and they just can't see that. Yeah. And if you're not listening, I mean, what are we supposed to do? You want us to come in? We don't have some crystal ball. Like this is a joint effort. right? So if you're not willing to make any changes and you want to keep on doing things the way you've been doing it, what are we here for? You know, it doesn't even matter about the money. Like we'd almost give the money back if Mm -hmm. there were refunds, but there aren't. Yeah, right. There are yeah. no refunds. There are no, no because refunds. it's our time. My time yeah, life is, is up and down. We're it. No, <laughs> we're not, no, no. <laughs> what percentage do you accept? Like, say someone comes, like, how many people get accepted? Yeah, it just depends. So, over the, and we get inquiries like every day, even before the show. Like, we had a, you know, like inquiries are coming in on a daily basis because we wrote for, you know, a national publication. So that would bring in um, inquiries. And, you know, we've done a lot of media. So, of course, that would bring in inquiries. And so, out of, and the, the week, we might accept maybe 60% of, you know, the, the ones that would come in because, but, but here's the thing these women, were ready. They were like, you know what? Like Kelly said, I have climbed and climbed and climbed and I am here in my career. This area, I just can't get it together. I can't get it right. And I'm humbling myself for, for help. And so we applaud them for that. When they come to us and they're ready, wonderful. When they come to us and say, just send me on some dates and I don't really need the coaching, then no, nah, we can't help you. What about, so someone comes, you do the coaching, the image consulting, like now they're ready to go on the date what, you know, what are the common mistakes people make, like when they're actually on the date? 
Well, you probably even saw one of the mistakes even played out on the last episode um, for our clients. It's mostly talking about work. Like we go over conversation topics, like don't talk about your work. Don't talk about your pets. Like that is just not it. Like we, they need to know like what type of experience they're going to have with you if you were in a relationship. But for whatever reason, it just goes back to like an interview. You know, they're going over work. They're going, over, it's just boring. Like we, yeah. we don't, boring, you know, sends us back to the drawing board. So the good thing is we get like feedback from the date and then they keep saying like, you know, I couldn't get a word in or she was boring or I can't really, then we have to go back to coaching. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's interesting it's, because, um, they, they just tell us, they were like, the, the client, the, our client will come back and say, I thought the date went well. You know, I smiled and I was like, well, did you tell him anything? And we talked to him and he was like, it didn't go well. It did not go well. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about her at all. Yeah. What are no-nos like other than talking about work? Like, do you have a list of like, you know, these are some rules for the date or like, just don't do this or don't do that. Yeah, we do. So, you know, we always um, encourage our clients to be present in the date. So we want you to just sit there. Don't put, pull your phone out, um, ask questions, get to know that person. You're there for a reason, because here's the thing. The first date does nothing, but set you up for the second date. If he goes to you and he doesn't ask you out by the time he's walking you to your car, there's a reason. Yeah, because he needs to understand and know that, okay, she did have a good time and so did I. So you're preparing yourself and positioning yourself for date two on date one. So if you don't get it, then there's a reason for it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize that the pulse of dating is so fast now. Like you can swipe left. We could have a date tonight at seven o'clock if we want. So you have like one date to like really show them what you're bringing. So a lot of times women will be like, well, let me just sit back and look cute. And, you know, maybe so they're not asking on a second date. So you better tell them like what you like. If you think he's handsome, if you think, you know, that you're enjoying yourself, you got to say all that on date one or else you're not getting, you're getting ghosted. (laughs) And, And is that true? Like you feel like if the, you know, the guy doesn't say like lock it down at the end of the first date, it chances, you know, sometimes you're just like, this was great. You get a text, but no, you feel like the guy usually locks it down and says, let's do something tomorrow or three days from now on the first date. Yeah, yeah men usually know in 12 minutes. Okay. The, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say men usually know in 12 minutes if they're going to spend time with you again. Wow. Now I'm just asking for a friend, of course, this isn't for <laughs> me, but <laughs> since I have the matchmaking duo here today, you know, I mean, I'm gay, I date men, whatever, but let's just talk about a few things on getting really drunk on the first date. Is that, I mean, how bad is that? I'm I'm assuming you're not going to say that that's such a great thing. It's probably not a great thing. Although we have had a couple clients that have just let their hair down. They needed a few drinks, you know, they were really kind of stuffy. And so they did, but yeah, getting real drunk on the first date is probably, but having a few drinks may not be a bad idea, especially if you need to loosen up and, you know, have some conversations other than like work. Yeah. So, you know, getting sloppy drunk, nah, because then you turn into somebody else. I mean, you do get that liquid courage, but <laughs> but you turn into somebody else and you, you may not like that person because that person is, just, you know, it's just, it's, you, you want, you do want to put your best foot forward, like on, on the first date. So I would recommend that they not, I mean, just a couple of drinks to, you know, just kind of relax and loosen up and just calm your nerves. But, you know, when you start getting into, you know, the sloppiness, no, it's not going to work. And what about, you know, we all do it, like people that, you know, you, you how you go in with the best of intentions and sometimes just things go a little too far and, you know, you might do a little too much with someone on the first date. Like, how bad is that? It depends. I mean, we've had both. I mean, we've had yeah. clients that have really just hit it off, <laughs> like really literally hit it off, right? So the first night and, you know, they've ended up being a long-term relationship. But most of the time I would say that we've seen you go into the friend zone quickly because it's like, yeah. okay. He or she does this all the time. And, you know, probably I wasn't special. And then you got to get into that. Well, I don't do this all the time. And they're like, yeah, right. Right. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. The people that come to us are looking for uh, marriage. They're looking for like long-term, you know, relationships or marriage. So you don't want to be a bang buddy because that's almost how you started is how, how it continues. So, but, you know, we've had clients that went on a date on a Friday. And so what we do pre-date and post-date calls. So we, you know, prep them before the date and then we, talk to them both separately again the next business day so this particular client they went out on Friday and we set up another post-date call for Monday they were still together (laughs) so (laughs) I mean it happens (laughs) 
What about, you know, you mentioned like, you know, you don't accept everyone, you know, we, we all know that the duo does not offer refunds, but what brings someone to get kicked out? Like what qualifies being kicked out of like, we just are parting ways. Well, we've had many what we call blessings, right? So sometimes people, when you talk about people who have this kind of money, it's like, it's just too much for them to even take on doing the work and they just disappear. So they just disappear. They're not showing up to appointments. They're like, you know, um, having us hang on, waiting for, you know, coaching appointments or having us set up a date and they're not really present. Yeah, they're wasting our time and they're wasting their time. And so, yeah, we usually part ways at that point. Yeah, and I have to say we have given, you know, a couple of refunds here and there because when we just feel like it's just not going to work, we're not going to waste our time or yours. So we have yeah. early it. on, early on. Yeah. So not like, you know, recently, but we, no, but yeah. So now today we establish that up front, like this is a team effort. Like it has to, you have to believe and you have to make the commitment. Like Kelly said, when they start missing appointments and you're wasting our time. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Dame Products is a series of female vibrators, and they have so many options to choose from. You know that saying, no good deed goes unpunished? Well, I recommended Dame Female Vibrators to all my friends. And let me tell you something. Now they're giving me feedback. You know, it's like TMI, ladies. But listen, you guys have to hear about Dame Products. It's a series of female vibrators. You can choose the Evo, which is really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. There's the Fin, which is a finger vibrator designed to be an extension of your hand for both partner and solo play. You could choose the Palm, which is a soft and flexible vibrator that bends to the curb of your body. I also should mention like Dame has aloe lube and sex oil. It's really kind of like a one-stop shop with so many options to choose from. Listen, go to Dame like all my girlfriends did, but you can keep the feedback to yourself. If you're having fun and you enjoy it, I don't need to hear all the details. As a listener of this podcast, you can go to dameproducts.com. You enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off your entire order site-wide. Yeah, that's 15% off. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally a guarantee. Power up your pleasure with a palm or any of the other toys I just mentioned from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com, enter code VELVETROPE today and you get 15% off site-wide. Okay, I need to tell you guys about Radix Remedies. Listen, Radix Premium Cannabis was started by three lifelong friends and cannabis connoisseurs. Can you imagine being a cannabis connoisseur? I swear I'm in the wrong line of work. But listen, their hottest item and the one that I like the best is the THC gummies. Now, those are pretty self-explanatory. It's a cannabis edible. I mean, they make you feel great. They're like the brownies that you're probably used to, but I don't know. To me, there's just something better about the gummies. They enhance my reaction time. They reduce my anxiety. Now, everyone who knows me knows that I'm a New Yorker. My mind doesn't shut off and I have trouble sleeping. And I swear Radix Sleepy Bears really help me. They're delicious. And basically they're the most effective sleep aid that I have ever used. They're gummies that you just kind of take at night. They're cannabis and melatonin infused, and they really help me sleep. And I mean, if you think I could do this podcast without a good night's sleep, I mean, come on now. There's so many other products that Radix has to offer, topicals. Now, all of their products can be purchased as monthly subscriptions at reduced rates because you're listening to this podcast. There's free shipping on orders over $35 and you get 15% off with the promo code VELVET. So go to www.radixremedies. That's www.radix. R-E-M-E-D-I-E-S.com. Go and check them out. Take advantage of all the special offers that we've secured for you listeners. And remember, Radix, your remedy. And now back to the show. 
I got to tell you guys about the Diggs Revol dog crate. Now, the Revol is a collapsible dog crate that's easy to set up, transport, and store. So, you know those like old-fashioned, like big dog crates that you're used to that take up so much room when you're not using them? Not the Revol. Like what you can do is you just need to take one hand and you literally, you raise it up and you put it together and then you can collapse it. So when you're not using it, you can store it and it's so easily transportable. It has a carrying handle and wheels, and it's easy to clean thanks to the removable bottom tray. And it comes in four different colors, and it really does look like a piece of furniture instead of like a dog crate. And it is the summer, so you guys all have your summer vacations. You know, they also have a great passenger travel carrier. So, you know, when your dog wants to travel, why not travel in style? And listen, it's a five-star crash test rating. So it's also safe if you're going to take your dog anywhere. And now just from listening to this podcast, you can get 15% off your Revolt or your passenger purchase for your little furry friend. Go to digs.pet slash velvet. That's digs, D-I-G-G-S dot pet slash velvet to get 15% off your purchase. So yeah. Now- but you know what, David, when you, it's so funny. I know people hear us saying no refunds, but when you think about this business, like it is so up and down, like this is life. When you think about putting people together on a date one day, they love each other. The next minute they're breaking up. So they usually, you know, if it's a bad day, then all of a sudden it's our fault. Then they want a refund or something, you know? So you're up one day, you're in love. It's just, it's like riding a roller coaster. So you have to put in there like, this is life. We're going to go up, we're going to go down. And it's not our fault when, you know, all of a sudden you all have a huge argument and you want your money back. So that's kind of another reason why we put that in there. Yeah, no, we can't. We told you not to sleep with him on the first day because he didn't call you back. Like we told you in writing, don't do it. We had a whole conversation. Don't do it. You you all hot and bothered and you do it. And now he don't call you back. And now it's our problem. It's not, it's not. Right. And people are probably just taking their frustrations out on you too, because they really want to find someone. And it's they like, do. They yeah, do. we can't make somebody like you. No. I wish we could. We can't. What <laughs> about like, what celebrities, like, do people come in and like, what celebrities do you hear that people kind of request more so than not? Like, oh, I want, you know, a Beyonce or whoever, like, is there some group of people that you hear yeah. more? Yeah. These, yeah, a lot of the men, they were like, you know, give me somebody like Kim K. Um, you know, she, they use her a lot. They want, they want her body, you know? And I'm like, okay, so tell me why you want this type of body. Are you going to help pay for it? You know, if she has a couple of kids, it's not going to look like that anymore. Like, are you going to pay for it to look like that again? They're like, no, I just, I just, I feel like if I don't, if she doesn't, if she's not shaped like that with the waist to hip ratio, I might cheat on her. I was like, you're not right for us either. Yeah. We even had someone say he wants like a Jessica Rabbit type of thing. Like we get all kind of crazy requests, but you know, whatever, no judgment. No judgment. (laughs) And you get Kim K almost like that's right up there as far as like the body for men. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, mm-hmm. They love her. She's hippie. She has a big butt. She has nice breasts. I mean, she's shapely. You know, women want to look like her. So, you know, if, if, if I had a body like Kim K, I'd stay naked. <laughs> Seriously. If I had a body like Kim K, I'd stay naked too. So there you go. So I get it. I get it. But no. <laughs> What about the men? I mean, what about the women? Like, do they, is there a man that they request in Hollywood that you hear more so than not? Um, I would say like Idris Elba, they love that, you know, the fact that he's, you know, strong and strapping and, you know, of course the accent and all, they love that. I mean, but then again, I think on both sides, like you have to also be active and work out and everything to command these things. So like, it's a lifestyle to get there. So again, behind the scenes, we're like, okay, but can you come in there? Are you going to be working out with them? You know, they're like, no, no, I want him to encourage me to work out. (laughs) That's exactly what they say. He's not doing that. And neither is she. (laughs) They're already going to the gym. They're not pulling you out of the bed to go to the gym. So, you know, we have a lot of real like down earth conversations with people. They're like, this just isn't going to work. No, no. What about on Love Match Atlanta? You know, I think, I don't know what episode it was. One of you said, you know, when you guys first got into the business, you were encouraged like not to actually help black women because you were told they're going to be more difficult. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah. So we were encouraged to, uh, the industry standard though, is, is pretty much, um, you know, like Caucasian, you know, let's just say what it is. It is. Um, And they really, match, you know, white men, white successful men with beautiful women. 
Uh, and that's pretty, I mean, that's very common. A lot of them do. But as Black women, you know, we felt like we wanted to help other women that look like us, that feels like us. And that's who really came to us. But yeah, we were, you know, they were like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard matching, you know, Black women. It's a, you know, a lot, it's a lot of work. And so, but if we, we're Black women, so, you know, if we don't help us, who will? You know, so we just, we couldn't subscribe to that um, theory or philosophy. We had to just figure it out how, how we were going to best support our sisters, our way, so that they, we understand them and they understand us and we connect on a different level. And that's how we've been successful. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, it's easier. It is easier to match men. I mean, men of any color because men will just give us the money and they don't bother you again until you have a date. But women, you know, we're very detailed. We want to ask all these questions. They want to know how it works. You know, sometimes they're crying. Sometimes they're laughing. Sometimes it's a good day. So, I mean, when you think of it, someone who's going to give you a huge check and leave you alone and let you do your job versus women who are very emotional, you know, and going up and down, checking in, making sure that you trying to do your job in there. I mean, we're women, so we know. So it is two different things. It is definitely easier to to match men. Yeah, it is, yeah. Do you find from some of the women, like they pay the fee and then it's like an hour later and they're like, where are my dates, ladies? Yes, yes. yes. Or they send us an email. Well, when they get, they finish one. They're like, when's the next one? Like what you need to be patient. Like we have to screen him, interview them because we do it simultaneously. So, you know, one after the other, but they have to under, we have to do, I think as a culture and as a, a business, a better job managing expectations. For example, if we have, if we're interviewing a hundred, you know, singles for this one client. So we have to go through our database, you know, find a hundred people that may fit the criteria. So we've been in business for a very long time. Some of these people are probably married or, and have families by now. So we have to read the profiles, reach out to them to see if they're still single and then see if they're even interested in you. And so we have to go through that series of process. Then we have to incorporate our interviews one after the other. So, so we may start with a hundred, reading a hundred profiles to narrow it down to 20 and maybe three may be qualified. So that's an ongoing basis that people don't understand how much work it is. It's very labor intensive, but yeah, they're ready for the next one right after the first date. And I'm like, you need to sit down for a minute. <laughs> right. You're like, have like five seats. <laughs> like slow your roll. Yes. So Love Match Atlanta, how did you guys get involved in this show? And like, did you know what, like, did you watch reality TV before? Like, were you a fan of the genre, like Bravo or otherwise? Yeah, see, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV, but I, I mean, of course I'm up with Real Housewives of Potomac and Real Housewives of Atlanta, like the main ones, but you know, I didn't, and I, I, but I did know, like, I think I went in there with my eyes wide open, knowing that, you know, look, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to be transparent. You're going to have to let people into not only your life, but you know, what you do. So, and, and you have to be willing to just let people talk about you like left and right, like their opinion. That's what kind of what makes the show. So they may say something bad. They may say something good. So you really have to have some thick skin. So I think, uh, you know, preparing my mind that way, I think that has really helped because people just say whatever they want, but that's part of the fun of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, David, I've been a Bravo-holic for many years. I've, I've watched Bravo for many, many years. Um, it's something that, you know, I've always said, like my friends know not to call me on Sunday nights because I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to respond to your text messages. And they get it after 10 years, they've, they've gotten it. So um, so I've been a fan of the network for a very long time. And I watch, I usually watch all of the shows. I mean, it just stays on Bravo most of the day. Um, so I, I'm pretty, you know, up on some of the, some of the shows and what's going on like that when, when, when I have time. Yeah. Well, that's all good because we're going to talk some Bravo in just a few seconds. So, I mean, what about you, Tana? Like, I guess you watched it. So, I mean, you said, Kelly, like you both knew, you know, a Bravo reality show, there'd be some drama. Like you kind of knew what you were getting into. You think you know. You have an idea of what, you know, it could be. But then when you're in it, it is like, whoa, okay. Okay. This is, this is this is real reality. Like it's really real. Like, you know, you're put in situations because they want authentic reactions. And that's exactly what, you know, the, the viewers get with our show. Everything is real and nothing is scripted. And it's these, these emotions and, and um, the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows. It's, it's all real. So is it what I thought it would be? Probably and some. Yeah. 
<laughs> Did you think you guys would be getting kicked out of a matchmaking party within the first? <laughs> I mean, this was in the beginning. I mean, we have never done that ever before. I mean, we were asked to leave. Of course, we didn't want to be there in the first place. However, I mean, we were asked to leave like in the beginning. So we were like, what? I mean, can you imagine? Like, we were like, what is going on here? But like Tana said, they put you in different scenarios and they didn't tell us to do that. But we were just so mad at the time that we mm-hmm. just. I mean, it just happened like it just snowballed, and so like, I think that's a good react- part of it because they do get your reaction mm-hmm. that you know the audience can see. Yeah, you know, I know. I'm like, we actually the, the nerve of them to kick the duo out. But the funny thing is, we went out to eat. We went out to eat and had some drinks afterwards, and we were sitting outside in about ten minutes. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, it, it, it was funny. It was it was a funny time. At least you went out afterwards. I was going to say that party looked like you know it was okay if you left anyway, right? Yeah, no, we were all was... dressed up and cute. We're not going to let this beauty go to waste. Are you kidding me? Let's yeah, we were sitting margaritas. outside. People were looking at us like, where are they coming from? And we were like <laughs> sipping drinks. We went to a Mexican restaurant and we were sitting outside having sangria. Mm-hmm margaritas and everything just like what just happened (laughs) well we learned that you know joseph like took this vip idea of yours and like used it for his app i mean how do you how does one get over something like that you know like where you have an idea and then someone else is kind of running with it that's happened to us our the entire our entire career like as soon as we opened um, I guess we should say imitation is the greatest form of flattery. I guess we should say that, you know, because it's not just happened with him. It's happened with others. Like they've taken a concept and will concept that we've had, or we'll promote a workshop and then we'll see it on somebody else's site later. But what I did learn is that, um, you know, they would say that we were the ones to model. And this is what just what, what we've been told is like, you know, they're going to do it. They're going to try to follow We've even had another matchmaker tell us that, like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to follow exactly what you've done so that I can maybe have the level of success that you all have. So in in that regard, you know, we're pretty honored that they would do it. But with Joseph, you know, that we wanted to collaborate, you know, we initiated, let me just say that we initiated the, the meeting because he did have an app and it's like, and he was just an app guy is what he told us. And he, we're like, okay, so maybe for the ones that want a little more, maybe we can, you know, perhaps do a VIP service and add this level of service to your app, should they want more than matching themselves on the app. So he was all, you know, all on board after we had this meeting and told them how it can be done, why it's needed. Yeah, two weeks. And that we would give him, you know, a portion of it back. So we weren't just going there to say, hey, let's just use your singles. We're like, hey, this is going to work for both of you. We'll do the work. We'll give you a portion of everyone that comes to us. So it's like a win win. But I think after we explained how it would work, so of course, VIP matchmaking is not like something that was reinvented in that conversation, but he hadn't thought of it. You guys know that I'm out here living my best life this summer in the Hamptons. And look, I mean, part of that was like, I kind of doubled down on my therapy with Talkspace. Like I need a clear head. I'm going to have a good summer. And look, I mean, a lot of thoughts and emotions and life situations you know, they get in my way. I'm sure they get in everyone's way and they stack up and, you know, it's, there's no shame in today's day and age and, you know, saying, Hey, I I need to talk to someone. And I personally don't want to talk to my friends. I don't want a bunch of yes people that are just going to, you know, yes me to death. I really find that talk space and talking to a licensed trained therapist, someone that has an outside perspective has really helped me. And I love, you know, that I am out here in the Hamptons. You don't need to go to someone's office. This can all be done over the phone, Zoom. It's a great way to get high level therapy and the help you need at like a fraction of the cost. So listen, if your thoughts and emotions are piling up, listen, it's the summer guys. You need to have a happy summer. You can match with one of their dedicated therapists today at talkspace.com and you use promo code velvet during signup to get a hundred dollars off your first month. That's a hundred dollars off at talkspace.com with promo code velvet. I don't want to sound so negative here today, but listen, I'm not getting any younger, you know, who is and. I have so many more aches and pains these days than ever before, not to mention the fact that I've been killing it at the gym and I'm even more sore these days than anything else. And I need a good night's sleep. Like if you think I can do this podcast without a good night's sleep, I can't. And I used to have a problem sleeping, but 
I have to tell you, Dormeo's mattress topper has really helped me get a much better night's sleep. The best thing about it is it's a fraction of the cost of a new mattress. So you can get that new bed feeling without like actually having to buy a new bed. And so like for me, like it means like I don't wake up like, and everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, like hot and sweaty, you know, when you're trapped from all that body heat, like this mattress topper just it breathes and it's great it has a full range of sizes from twin all the way up through king so if you think i'm in a better mood it's because i'm getting a better night's sleep and that's because of dormeo mattress topper right now you can go to dormeo.com velvet and you'll receive 30 percent off your dormeo mattress topper that's the best offer you'll receive anywhere but you have to go to dormeo.com velvet remember with their 10-year warranty and a hundred night risk-free trial plus free shipping it's crazy not to give dormeo a try Mm-mm. so for him to block us like a couple weeks later and then all of a sudden people are like oh yeah this joseph he's now mr matchmaker we're like what i mean that is crazy that is so unscrupulous and yes I said unscrupulous he said that that's a word that's never used but that's what came to mind yeah like that's just crazy yeah he is unscrupulous and we hasn't seen him in like seven years from that point so can you imagine where he's inviting us to this mixer or whatever we hadn't seen him since and then so to come up there was I mean then he's like you know I think that we should just all get together and collaborate and help each other like that was the whole point of us getting I'm like are you serious right now like we all collaborate anyway but we haven't seen you in seven years (laughs) so can we address the conversation where you just stole our idea can we start there I mean leave it to bravo and I mean bravo (laughs) leave it to bravo to find somebody that you have this background with that you just would rather probably not be on this show with right yeah yeah when we found out he was on we were like Wow. We're like, okay. Here we go. Here we go. But yeah, well, we were thrown into that situation and he never even addressed the conversation that we had. He's like just moving on like it never happened. And then like we met with him afterwards. We, you know, invited him to come and kind of just talk about it. And he's like, Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't really remember. You have a, a bad long-term memory. I have a bad short-term. Yeah, I don't really get. We're just like, all right, you know what? whatever it's done you're successful now and your app we're successful like let's just move on but it's just you know I I don't know but you know I just feel like we can we're all successful in our own right so let's just you know I'm I'm usually I'm a peacemaker peace and love and joy and bliss you know (laughs) usually usually that's that's usually who I am He, he caught the wrath of me on that night because I was really really upset because just how it all played out but um you know I was ready to move forward too like let's just you know, figure out how we can make this work. We're here, we're in the same city, you know, let's just figure out how we can support each other and help each other. Cause you know, we're collaborators. We've always been like that. We've mentored other matchmakers over the years. We've supported and helped. And I mean, that's just what we do. So let's just hit the reset button and start from scratch and let's see where that's gotten us. It didn't quite go that way. (laughs) What about, you know, we saw Joseph do this, but in general, like how egregious or bad or like what's the code of ethics for like, you know, a matchmaker that, you know, as you say, like dips into their own pool and, you know, like if someone's single, they're a matchmaker, but hey, I mean, it's just human nature. Someone comes along, they're like, oh, I might want to date this person for myself. Is that really bad? Like, talk to me about that. I don't see anything wrong with it, believe it or not. Like if I were single and I had a whole app, I mean, that's crazy. Like we can't because, you know, we're matchmakers and people actually hire us one-on-one. So like for us to be interviewing people and then like, oh, that would be a good person for that person, but I'll take them for myself. Like people have paid us money, but I mean, he has a whole app full of singles. I don't really see the problem with it. I mean, he puts his profile on there he meets them and you know, he has his own dating pool right there. So, I mean, that would be crazy to not, I think, not, you know, look and see who's there and see who might be interested. You know, I think, you know, of course we're in relationships, but, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, getting high off your own supply. (laughs) You know, people have paid us a ton of money. We don't have time to, like, we'll have even family and friends, you know, go into your uh, database and find me somebody. I'm like, I'm in a contractual agreement with people who have paid me thousands of dollars. I am not going to go into our database to slide you a match. But it just don't happen like that. They think that it's that easy, though. Just go in there and find me somebody. Like, no. We don't do that. There's a lot to it. (laughs) Well, we also learned about the matchmaker certification, which I guess Joseph doesn't have. Like, how important is the certification? 
You know, I think it's really important. Hence the reason why we're start, you know, starting our own um, university, Love Pro University, um, for that very reason. Because it, you know, we cover like ethics and we teach. There's a skill set behind it. There's a, a psychology behind it. You know, of course, we can. You need to learn how to. Um, how people should be paired together because again, we can control compatibility, but chemistry we can't. So, but again, we can encourage chemistry. So there's so many things and nuances behind it. And it, it is a skill. It is a skill. We teach soft skills. We teach so many different things, you know, in our curriculum. Um, and when you just don't have it, you, you don't have the business savvy along with it, because of course we teach that. So, I mean, we're helping people grow their business as well as um, learning how to recruit, all those different things. It all matters. Working together, collaborating, ethics. Yeah, when you think about collaborating with another matchmaker, like it's great to know that you've both done some type of certification because you know, you're um, trusting another matchmaker with a client. Like you need to know how they run their business or else you're the one looking crazy. <laughs> so, you know, I think if everybody has been at least you know, um, like she has shared, you know, all the different practices of what they're supposed to be doing and that helps. But I think when we started our university, believe it or not, we were just doing it because we, it's just the two of us in our business. So we were looking to really hire more, we're like, well, where are we gonna hire more matchmakers that really specialize in, you know, our culture? And there was nowhere to go. So that's really what why we started it. But yeah, certification in some way for every, like for everything is a good thing. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, just says that you have more training and you're taking it seriously, in my opinion. Exactly. exactly. So I do want to say we have a whole team behind us. We're just the only two that are currently doing the coaching and the matching at the moment. But we we're in the process of, you know, hiring associate matchmakers and bringing some other students from our school um, to mm -hmm. come and work for our team. So that, that again, like Kelly said, that was a whole plan. I mean, doing. that makes sense. Like, yeah. if you can't find them, let's just train them and let's then train hire them our way. the good ones. them our way. Yeah, yeah be all certified. You do it exactly yeah. how we do it. You can either work for us or you can start your own business and do it your way. I think this certification thing, though, has just blown up, like, bigger than we ever thought. Like, you know, if you don't want to be certified, we don't care. Like, we're in our own lane. You want to do that? It's working for you. Do your thing. I mean, it's just, I don't know. But everybody now, it's like so much conversation about who's certified, who isn't yeah. like, hey, if it's working for you and you say it's working for you, hey, whatever. Yeah, we're on to bigger and better things. What about, I mean, I assume it's not Joseph, but like which of these other, I mean, of course we know the duo is the best, but if you were single or, you know, you were booked and you just, who would you guys go to if you were, you know, if you wanted to hire a matchmaker, would it be Ming or Shay or Joseph? But I'm assuming I, I it's not to, Joseph. If it were me, I'd go to Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go that's to Kelly. Yeah, uh, mm, I probably, I mean, yeah, I would go to Tana, of course, but if she weren't there, I mean, of the ones that are here, we know matchmakers all over the country and the world, but I would say of the ones that are on the cast, probably Shay, yeah. um, because she's pretty, you know, down to earth, she listens, and she's been doing it for a while, which I can confirm. And she's certified. How about that? Yeah, she's so real and down to earth and she, you know, she gets her clients and she, she gets us. We're actually friends. So she, she would, she knows our personality and, you know, she knows what we need. Have you guys ever had any like celebrities or anyone that we know come through your doors to fix up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot. Yeah. The funny thing is that we have some NDAs that they sign. So non-disclosures for us and them. We so we can never too. ever say like, even with our photographers, like when we send them out for a photo shoot, they sign NDAs, like, you know, nobody can share their information. So I think that's why they trust us because they can really be yeah. themselves behind, you know, Zoom where if we're meeting in person, they can just be themselves and just like, look, I need help. And there's no way that, you know, we're going to share their information unless they tell us that we can. Yeah. So I can tell you that we've had, um, so we've had celebrities, we've <clears throat> had, um, you know, um, people that are like news anchors. We've had, we've matched some mayors. We've matched, matched some famous pastors and, you know, you name it, we've matched. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. What, any pastors that we know? <laughs> I was just thinking, 
many pastors, but the funny thing is that we always <laughs> wait for pastors to talk. Like we just let them talk. And you would think like a pastor wants like, um, you know, someone who's like holier than thou, they do not. So we just like, they're like, well, you know, I kind of just want, and we're just waiting, waiting. Like, I just want somebody fun. Like, I don't want someone who's Bible beating. Like I want someone that I can just come home and we can yeah. have a great time. <laughs> so we just wait for them to say, you know, what it is, but usually pastors want somebody a lot more fun that they can let their hair down with. Yeah. Let me tell you, let me tell you what they really say. They say, I want a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Don't send me anybody with no long skirts and no church hat. I'm a man first is what they tell us. Like, that's what they want. They're like, I'm a man first. This is my career. This is what my calling, but I'm a man. So I want to be attracted to my woman. I want, you know, I want to have fun with her. I want, I want to be able to come home and this be my, my safe place for me to be myself. So, yeah. I mean, I hear a pastor and I just think Pastor Jamal Bryant. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, we have not worked with Jamal Bryant. No, we have not. (laughs) <laughs> that he would be fun to work with, I think. Yeah, we know him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think, I mean, do you guys know, like, you know, any of the Atlanta housewives? Because you are in Atlanta. I mean, I know you guys, you say you're a Bravoholic and you watch some of it. Do you guys know any of them or? I think we've met pretty much, um, we've met many of them because we've been running this in, in these circles for many years. So we meet at conferences. We've been like, the, um, you know, center stage guest speakers at Essence Festival for about four or five years. Like we've done that and we're all backstage. So we've met them over the years. We've met probably almost. Yeah, we were just um, in New York with Kenya at Watch yeah. What Happens Live last yeah. week. I mean, so we were taking pictures and talking about like when her season one and all those types of things, were, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, we went to Giselle and uh, Robin's event before and uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, they invited us. So we've been around Married to Medicine as well. Like Lisa, we know her. Heavenly, Simone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, yes, I saw you on Watch What Happens. Like, let's talk about Kenya. I mean, you know, she's going through this divorce from Mark. I mean, she's uh, available. And I mean, what would you recommend? You know, what does Kenya need in um, her next relationship? Well, let me just say, so Kenya is one of my favorites and I, I'm, there's, you know, I, I say it publicly, regardless of it, what everybody says about her, I've always enjoyed uh, watching Kenya on TV. Um, you know, if we were like real life friends and she came to me for some advice, I would say that she needs to probably just, you know, take her time, you know, for, uh, take her time and make sure that she's ready for this next relationship. And so what I will say is that earlier in our business, we would always say, oh, you know, we wouldn't take anybody unless they've been divorced for like 18 months or more. But we stopped doing that because what we've learned is that a lot of times with women, we're emotionally disconnected even before we sign those papers. So signing the papers is just a formality. You're ready to move on. So, you know, we would probably have a conversation with her to see where she is emotionally. Because even though if she and Mark sign the papers tomorrow, if she's been emotionally disconnected for a year, then she's probably ready. You know what I mean? So it makes sense. So we would just- Yeah, and I, I mean, I would say too, I think one of the things that we always tell our clients is that you have to like almost verbally separate yourself from what people see on TV. Because, you know, a man is going to see all that on TV and think that, but she's really a, a sweetheart behind the scenes. I mean, they're probably going to think that she's going to be going off and, you know, just a tyrant behind. So she almost has to come out and tell them like, this is me. Please just give me, you know, a chance to show who I am separate from what I do as for a living, you know, showing my reality self and all the shade, but you know, who I am as a girlfriend and a wife and a mom is different. So just give me a chance to you know, just give me a clean slate. So I think that's one of the things that's really important because she's a great mom and she, I don't think that she's as, you know, crazy and, you know, throwing all the shade and stuff in her relationship. I mean, so, but people, men wouldn't even give that a chance sometimes. I think that's a good point too. Like Ramona Singer and even Countess Luann from New York, like they've always said, like, you know, nobody wants to date us. Like you don't realize, like they see us on TV and men don't want that. Exactly. Yeah. We, went, we went live with Heather um, from Salt Lake uh, yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. She was just like, you know, I just can't see. I, I don't know that she said that she wanted a, a long term relationship, but she was just like, you know, people just don't take me seriously for whatever reason. Yeah, because she's on TV and because she's wealthy and, you yeah, know, and she's things. fun. They, yeah, you know what? <laughs> so. They think that they because they think that they know you from what they see on television. But, you know, and it, it, it is reality. So some of that is probably accurate, but there's a whole nother side to who you are, you know, when you're in the privacy of your own home and your own friends. 
Real that makes sense. What type of guy do you think Heather would need from Salt Lake? Oh gosh, mm. I, I think <laughs> Heather would need someone that could match her fly. You know, she needs somebody that it would would be fun because she's you know she likes to have a good time, but also keep her grounded. You know what I mean? She I think that she needs loyalty from somebody who's uh, who authentically loves her and you know can accept her for who she is what she is and all of all of those things yeah I agree I think the fun side sometimes will have men thinking that she's not serious and she is so I mean she really needs someone who's loyal and that she can be probably show her loyal side Mm -hmm. too bring balance to her life what about Miss Marlo Hampton? She has her peach now. I mean, I know there's all these rumors, you know, that she has this sugar daddy for all these years. <laughs> Marlo says, you know what? You've never seen him. Show no. me, show me one receipt Thank and prove you. that. But I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. You can't even, I mean, I don't know anybody that has any receipts. I've never heard it over all these years. You know, you can say what you want, but she keeps her relationships under wraps and she's successful. You know how, how she's successful. I don't know, but she knows, I mean, she's been successful and she's continued her success over the years. She's raising her nephews now, which I'm extremely proud of her because I see a different side of Marlo. I can't say that I was a huge fan of hers, earlier in the years, but she's grown on me and watching her with those babies, you know, and helping them and raise them to become men. I'm like, kudos to you, girl. Like, I'm so proud of her and just, you know, just what she's done with her life since then. Yeah. What, what about, I mean, I know you guys are in the business of matchmaking, but it is still, you know, like, do you have a hard time? Like when you look at like other people's marriages and do you say things like, you know, you can't help, we all have opinions on things, but you guys are kind of in the business you know, do you, does it extend to that? Like, do you get people asking you for marriage advice and would the duo ever go into like marriage? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Marriage counseling. (laughs) You guys are busy and you know, with what you're doing. I mean, we go from everything from life coaching to like marital coaching. I mean, even our friends, family, I mean, they've asked us for coaching on everything. I'm business coaching, you know, how to start an unconventional business. I mean, there's no blueprint to that. I mean, so people ask us for all kinds of stuff, Um, you know, even sex coaching, like a lot of uh, our clients, when you think about it, if they haven't had a date in like 10 years, we're talking all kinds of stuff. Like if you could be a fly on the wall, some of the things that we've had Mm -hmm. to like really talk about, like preparing to get back into the sex game. I mean, it's been, I mean, but I don't think the good thing is that we're just not not judgmental, like whatever you need, whatever you want to talk about, it's cool. And we don't talk about it afterwards. Like, well, people might think, okay, afterwards, they're like, oh my gosh, do you, can you believe that she, you know, needed coaching on that? We're, we're on to the next thing. I think people appreciate that. About they're us. like, I'm over it. I'm yeah, over it. it. Yeah, please. There's nothing you can tell us that's going to knock us off our seat at this point. No, we've been through it all. And we've probably helped somebody or, or we've helped somebody who has, but I would say, David, like Kelly and I, when we work um, and we're coaching all day long, I don't really want to talk about anybody else's relationship, not even my own. Like, I don't need my friends to call me. And, and, and this natural girlfriend talk to, you know, I met this student. Let me tell you about this. And I was like, oh, sometimes it's painful for me because I'm like, I've been talking about relationships all day long. Like, and they're excited because they want to talk to me and get my opinion about it. And, and, and sometimes I have to say, you know, today's a good day. I can, you know, I can be there, be present. But if you want some advice, today's not the day for it because we've been coaching for 10 hours. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, you know, but sometimes we used to be able to go into a space or an event and just tell people we're life coaches. That way they won't uh, hem us up in the corner to tell us all about their relationship woes and, and struggles because mm-hmm. we would be so, we would be cornered and we couldn't get out of the corner. So now because we're on TV and because all of this, we, we, they know who we are. <laughs> We can't do, we can't hide anymore. <laughs> you can't hide anymore. No, I totally get it. I, you know, I'm single. I, it happens on dates and with friends. Like, I don't want to talk about Bravo. I don't want to talk about housewives. <laughs> and then you understand it. Like, you want to tell me, you want to know who my favorite housewife is. Yeah. You want to talk right. about housewives, what she like in real life. What is right. the duo like? I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Some days you have a good day and you're like, okay, we can do this for five minutes. But you're like, I want to talk about anything other than Bravo. Right. You just want to be David. Like, I just want to be Kelly. If I go to someone's like get together, I don't tell them what I do Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you every, who doesn't want to talk about love? Like who doesn't (laughs) want to talk about, they just broke up with this person or, I mean, they think that it's fun, but it's usually not like if I'm, if I'm off or, you know, out to, out to lunch, I don't want to even talk Mm -hmm. about relationships at that point. It's work for us. 
Yeah. They'll ask you all the questions I asked you earlier. Like, is it three drinks? Okay. Is three yeah, martinis and it's okay? Fine. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're in work mode now, so it's fun, but I mean, like the 11 o'clock tonight, like I just want to relax. <laughs> I don't want to talk about love and relationships mm-hmm. at that point. Like, I just want to be me. Like, do I, whatever you want to do, do whatever you want to do. And right. I don't care. I don't care. You're like, let's talk about anything other than relationships. Right. Yes. I, about shopping in this next vacation. And let's talk about, oh, I bought this new pair of shoes. And let me just video chat and show you my bag, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. I don't care what you do. <laughs> I totally get it. What about like some of the Potomac women? Like, you know, Giselle, we mentioned pastor, like Giselle is single. Yeah. What, what do you any any type of specific guy you see for Giselle? Hmm. I don't know. I think Giselle, of course, she needs someone who's like a great dad, but I think just also someone that's not intimidated by her because Giselle's going to say whatever's on her mind, I think, you know? So she's one of those people. She's beautiful. She's opinionated. Um, you know, she's a great mom as well. But I think someone who can really um, withstand the fact that she is going to say what's on her mind and, you know, they're not going to get, you know, flustered by the fact that she's her own woman. I mean, she's a businesswoman and all of that. She seems fun too. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I think that she needs somebody who's going to, who's going to be her safe place in space that will allow her to be vulnerable. Giselle's very guarded. We've met her before mm-hmm. a couple of times and, um, and just watching her, of course, I've watched her on TV for years and years, but you, you know, that's just one perception, one side of her, but she's very stoic sometimes. And she's very guarded. And I think that her man is going to allow her to just fall in his chest and just cry and hold her and let her know, I got you. Like, I'm here for you. I got you. I, I have it under control. You don't have to worry about it. She's She's been carrying the world on her shoulders, even since her relationship with Jamal, you know, having all of that to deal with and to handle. She needs somebody that's going to have her back this time around, in my opinion. It's it's time. I, I think we need to see Giselle with like strong, good, definitely, man. Yes. And right? she's dated on the show too, from yeah. what I remember. But I guess for whatever reason, it just hasn't st- stuck. I mean, she's dated Pastor Jamal, but she's also been in other relationships yeah. too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'd love to see her in like a long term relationship. Like that's her permanent plus one. I'd love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And what about? I know the duo has a rule about a divorce, and now you you kind of have waived that rule you know what about miss ashley darby we have a single ashley darby now yeah. pretty soon yes. I mean. let me tell you ashley <laughs> is coming through ashley you see those pictures online she is giving me so much life i'm like that's the ashley that you know i kind of wanted to see she went through some phases though if you've watched her over the years um from you know just being this young you know kind of you know, just this young, cute wife. And then she went, you know, she became a mom and now she's a hot mom. She is hot. And so yeah. she's mm-hmm. feeling herself. I'm loving all the confidence. She's what she's doing. What I'm seeing is that she's rebuilding her confidence to be able to get back out there. Yeah. I think again, like, I think Ashley has been disconnected for a while. I mean, just watching, you know, I think that she's really tried to um, you know, give it a go with this marriage. But I mean, he seems like he has been disconnected and she's yeah. finally gotten to the point where she's just like over it <laughs> at this point. So again, that would be one that we would probably still help because of course with the coaching first, but she's been disconnected from that relationship for quite some time, I think. Let me Do tell you, you, she has those kids and that alimony <laughs> and that child support and alimony. Ashley, girl, you did that. she did it and those pictures I did see those pictures and I think you know she's ready she's she's gonna be ready for somebody he's he's gonna have to come with it and I think it's gonna be someone totally different than Michael just like some it it will be do you (laughs) think that like look we have like like Erica Jane and Tom I mean that's a different story but like Ashley and Michael do you think like age different you know I I guess look at Lisa Rinna and Harry I mean do what do you think about relationships when there is such a you know huge age dynamic well I mean I think that it's not a problem I mean I think as long as you know what you're getting you know it's great I think that the the couples that we've seen that have that huge age gap gap I mean they just they're kind of live their own lives and they come together when they need to come together. Like they know their role in the relationship. And so I think it can work that way. But when it comes down to, you know, being able to 
you know, share their deepest, darkest secrets or just, you know, being an emotional. I don't think that that's one of those types of things that we see all the time. I think it's more like I'm here to do a job. You're here to do a job. We get together. We admire each other. But it just doesn't seem like it's something, um, you know, that is the same as like someone who's the same age. Definitely not. Yeah. But it works for some people. Yeah. And I feel like um, th those age gaps are um, too gappy for me. They're astronomical because here's the thing. Ashley still fly. You know, you know, M Michael or, or, you know, they start having health issues after a while. So you become a nurse at some point. And it's like, is this the life that you want? If it is, then that's great. That works for you. But at some point, you still have so much life to live. Is this is this how you want to live that? that life. I mean, you, you don't even listen to the same music. You don't listen, you don't even the same genre, so many different things. It's like, you know, but they find some commonality in Yeah, they respect each together. other. You know, they find some commonality that, that have, you know, gathered them together. So I agree with that. But to me, I don't know that it lasts for a long time because at some point you're like, wait a minute, did I really sign up for this? Especially when, you know, you know, medical, you know, issues and health issues start to take place at, at any age, it's, it becomes a difficult, then it changes, like shit changes, you know? I think so too. I always say that too. It's like, it, it's great, but then when if you great. really think about it. <laughs> yeah, you it's, can't, great when it's great when it's bad, it's bad. Right. I mean, you can't deny the fact that this person is a certain age. And yes, and not. they're aging, just like you're aging, but they're yeah. aging at a whole different rate <laughs> when you think they about it. <laughs> warp speed, right? <laughs> Absolutely. What about, you know, I want to ask you also, you know, as we like wind down, you know, what about like Patty Stanger? Like, do you guys know her? I mean, the millionaire matchmaker back in the day. I mean, you know, it's another time, lifetime of Bravo, but like, do you guys know her? Do you know of her? What do you think of her? Yeah, we do know her. We know of her. We don't have a relationship with her, but her people reached out to us when we first started our business to, you know, potentially be on, on her show and we declined it. Um, so it wasn't a good fit for us. We had just started our business and we wanted to gamble on us. So we couldn't, uh, we would ha have been working for her. So we were like, nah, we'll, we, we'll, you know, we're going to take a stab at this ourselves and just see where it lands. Yeah, we've been in some of the same circles. Um, you know, sometimes she's been a speaker, sometimes we've been a speaker. And I mean, we learn from her, definitely. I mean, she's been doing this longer than we have. So I mean, I don't I don't really reject learning from anybody who's been doing this longer than you know we have. And she's she was successful for quite some time. She was saying now that she's more into like producing films and things yeah. like that now. But hey, she did it for many years and she really did a great job. Mm -hmm. A little rough on her delivery, <laughs> you know, what she would tell people, but hey, it made great TV and people kept coming back over it and sure over is. again. So like I said, she's yeah. in her lane. It worked. Hey, I love it. And you guys were reached out to be like, you know, she had like Dustin and Rachel, like her two main people, like you were reached out to be that, those two people. Yeah, production. I don't know if it was production or if it was her yeah, team, like but yes, they wanted us mm -hmm. to like work for her. So we couldn't say we were the duo because we were the duo at that point. But, you know, so we had to like work for her. We're like, uh, yeah, no, that's not, we'll wait on yeah. that. So we could have been on TV many, many times over past yeah. that. But um, no, I think this is the perfect fit for us. I was gonna say, look, it all comes full circle, full right? Circle. I mean, like, you we took still a gamble. landed on Bravo. <laughs> we still landed on Bravo. <laughs> is there anything else? Well, I'm glad you guys landed on Bravo. Is there anything else you want to like bring up or discuss before we wrap up? I always like to give people a chance at the end. You know, thank you for answering all my questions. Like, love Match Atlanta is great. Loving it. Everyone thank needs you. to love it. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring up and discuss? Yeah, we just, I just want to ensure that everyone really like tunes in. We need everybody's support for this show. We want every, we want you to share with your friends. We want you to live tweet as we will be live tweeting more. We want you to comment good, bad, or indifferent. They're your comments and we welcome them all because it all means that you're talking about the show and you're talking about us. And so we just, so, you know, we support it and we hope that you love it and support it just as much as we do. Yeah, I would I agree. I, I am just so happy that people are supporting it and loving it because we didn't know how it would. I mean, when you think of it, we filmed for many, many months and we didn't know how it would be edited. We didn't know how it would turn out. But I mean, I'm pleased with how things are going. It's definitely accurate. So regardless, of, we're going to be live tweeting every Sunday, too, at 9 p.m. So we started last week. 
And sometimes we even get in arguments on there. So that's always funny. (laughs) The whole cast is like arguing like, no, I didn't do that. Yes, yes, you did. So definitely meet us on Twitter also. But thank you so much for having us. And thanks for watching and all your support, David. We appreciate you. Thank you. I will share your Instagram bios with everyone so they can like follow you. And it is such a great show. And I agree, everyone, you know, and now I will have to follow on Twitter on Sunday nights as well. Yes, yes, do that. (laughs) Please do. And it's a matchmaking duo also. People follow our personal pages, but um, at the matchmaking duo is our business page. So that's usually all the stuff that we have going on as well. Follow all three. (laughs) Everyone needs to find what are your what are your personal Instagrams? You might as well give yeah. those a shout out too. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So mine is Tennessee Gilmore on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and then, you know, yeah, Kelly. at Kelly K. Fisher on all yeah. social media. So yeah. And, and the, the matchmaking duo at the matchmaking duo on all social media. Yeah. Amazing. So thank you so much. This has been thank great. You. Come back anytime. Hope thank you make you. lots of love matches today and like, have a great day. Thank you. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Anytime. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.